It's 2022. Do you know where your consumer is? The Channel Mastery Podcast is created for executives who are obsessed with knowing everything about their target consumers, because that's what unlocks the future success and impact of our brands and businesses today. Every week on this podcast, we dig deep to bring you what's working and what's not when it comes to winning the attention of and building loyalty with your target consumer. We've got a lot to share, so let's get to it. And thanks so much to Verde Brand Communications for being the presenting sponsor of the Channel Mastery Podcast. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Channel Mastery Podcast. I'm so excited to have Jacques Rene here with us today, the global leader of the fabrics division of WL Gore and Associates. Welcome to the show, Jacques. It's so great to have you here. It is absolutely a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. Um, we have so much to cover. You have It's such an important time for us to be meeting and sharing your viewpoint and vision. But we're here to talk about your leadership at Gore because you've definitely clocked quite a career there at 25 years. Also about Gore's new complementary material platform, EPE, which we introduced in the fourth quarter of 2021, as well as what the introduction of EPE means for Gore and the larger industry. So having you on the show to talk about all that with your global vision and perspective and all of the years that you've spent on the Gore team is going to be fantastic for our audience. So thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. All right, so let's jump right in because we have a lot of awesome questions here. So you've been literally at WL Gore for a quarter century and that is a long time. (laughs) What brought you to WL Gore and why have you stayed? I'm so curious. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Um, I worked for uh, an oil company prior to coming to Gore and was really involved with a lot of great people designing some products there. Um, and a friend of mine tapped me into Gore and I learned a lot about the culture and the entrepreneurship that was really there. And that really attracted me. Um, I always felt like you know running my own business was kind of like a long-term goal. And at Gore, you just had a lot of freedom to try that, do that, and explore new opportunities. And that just really appealed to me a lot. And, and the second piece that was really appealing was the premium products that really improved people's lives. And that was just super appealing to me. I, I wanted to work on things that really made a difference. And being involved in things that you know save lives from stents all the way up through um, people that are enjoying and saving lives wearing Gore-Tex. Um, that was just a super appealing thing for me to get involved with. So, uh, and that's what's kept me staying, uh, being able to explore both of those avenues and just had different opportunities along the way um, has just kept me here. It's not been a boring day. I bet. And there's so much going on right now. So I believe that you took the division leader for Gore Fabrics and that was a newer role for you about three years ago, correct? That's correct. And what was it that pulled you from some of your other responsibilities and leadership roles at Gore to take that role on? I'm curious. I've always been a fan of Gore-Tex um, and I've, I've always been into sports. Uh, so I was always engaged in outdoors and, and that was appealing in and of itself. Uh, but beyond that, just uh, was really compelled by the opportunity where Gore has such a rich history, particularly what we've done with Gore-Tex and in our fabrics division. Uh, and I was just really inspired to to create that narrative for the future about where we're going to take it the next 10 years um, and in creating that future state that's just as compelling as our past. So that's what really attracted me to take on the challenge. And it's so interesting because as we're looking back, Captain Hindsight, right? 
it was right before the pandemic. <laughs> so yeah. I, I have to ask, um, you were probably asked to lead at a much higher level. Um, and I know that's probably just who you are, but I would sure love to hear what was the most substantial change that you had to lead through within Gore Fabrics during that time? Yeah, timing is everything, isn't it, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so for sure, it was an extra challenge for sure. But I, I, I'd say one of the biggest challenges is obviously we, we know what's going on with climate change and it's a huge clamor from our industry about doing better in terms of what we can do to continue to improve our impact on the planet. Uh, and at Gore, we've always been protecting people and planets. So being able to really continue to stretch that was really a key thing for me um, and being able to usher that in. And this complementary material set with expanded polyethylene was a great vehicle to continue to extend that. And I think that's the greatest challenge of really bringing that forward. And obviously what's been really difficult for that um, along the way is doing that with COVID. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are a very collaborative, uh, innovative enterprise where, you know, people working hand in hand, arm in arm with each other, with our customers face to face is a big part of how we've always operated. And we have not been able to do that as much here. So we've had to get creative in how we collaborate with each other in order to kind of get these things done and very proud of us being able to navigate that. But that's been a huge uh, part of the challenge for me personally is, you know, how do you do these things in a way that's different than what we've done, um, really empowering and, and still supporting our teams to get there and um, allowing some pretty clear guardrails about goals that we need to achieve to be able to create, you know, high performing premium products that uh, still lower the environmental footprint. And it's, it is so critical, um, those partnerships and, and those, you know, interpersonal conversations about what's working and what isn't. And I would sure love to hear how, I mean, this is a, a really important time and an important new chapter for the history of Gore as a, as a brand and an enterprise. And I'm curious just how, you know, you mentioned the entrepreneurial spirit is what really attracted you to the company. How are you seeing that carry through into one of the most challenging times in our business lives? Uh, it's one of the proudest moments I've had in my whole history at Gore, to tell you the truth. Uh, I, I think that entrepreneurial spirit has really lived on. I remember having uh, great conversations with Bob Gore before he passed away and talking about our EPE journey. Um, and he was extremely proud of the direction that we've gone towards. Um, it's very easy to sometimes second guess like what's really feasible and possible because we've had such a strong, rich history uh, with with a lot of other materials that we've uh, generated in the past, predominantly EPTFE, um, and continuing to push boundaries is is kind of what we've been about. So questioning what is doable, what is feasible, working through challenges and not letting things stop us. Um, clearly, supply chain is a, is a critical issue that we have right now, just getting materials. We've been able to navigate and have some teams work pretty hard to to get through that as well. So so I think we've been able to work through this um, in a way that that really speaks to our heritage, where I think when you think through stories, and, and Bob used to talk to me about this all the time, starting in the basement uh, of our founders, um, quite often you start not knowing you know, how you can actually solve problems and how you can actually achieve an outcome. But you just get smart people together, you start to work through it, you get really clear on what you're trying to achieve. 
and you you don't let things stop you or get in the way. You you try to see what's possible and you keep yearning towards that goal. And I think that's what we've been able to do as we've gone through this journey. The headwinds have been quite a challenge, I think. And it's so great to to have you here today to kind of get some insight into the enterprise itself. So you've worked in different areas at Gore, and obviously that innovation story permeates all of those. And I feel like with EPE, that proof of concept is obviously there with so many global partners who have worked with Gore for many, many years. But I would love for you to add anything you can around the different areas that you've worked within at Gore and almost like the cross-training that you're bringing to your new position here at such a critical time. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been a very varied uh, career at Gore through many different functions, uh, both through you know, business, uh, sales and marketing, technical, um, and through various markets. So I started in the electronics industry. So Worked a lot on wire and cable, um, all the way through up uh, industrial uh, applications with sealants and gasketing for chemical plants, and worked in those businesses through uh, pharma and creating products there, and then some broad enterprise roles, um, and then eventually to to fabrics. So it's been a huge span across all of those, and there's been lots of experience where the learnings and materials that we've developed have spread across all. Um, we worked on a, a cable product to create the world's most durable airframe uh, wire. And a lot of the materials from that actually made it to some of our medical stents that are actually helping save people uh, to continue their lives when they have vascular damage in their heart. You never can predict it when you start, but they do have these these connection points where you say, you know what, with these properties that we've learned in this one spot, it's really applicable someplace else. And we've seen it even in fabrics where uh, there's been situations where we've learned from different things we do in filtration businesses that allow us to apply it to fabrics. Because at the end of the day, it's a matter of selectively allowing certain things to go through like air, but preventing other things from getting through like moisture, water, other types of things. Uh, so that applies to multiple areas and different businesses. So um, those learnings have just been gold for me um, and bringing some different ways of working as well because we, we've done it in lots of different business models and ways. Um, so I think it allows us to be even a little bit more creative now in fabrics with some of those learnings to bring that forward. The Channel Mastery Podcast is sponsored by the Sea Otter Classic Summit, presented by Lifetime Incorporated. It's a brand new executive gathering taking place right before the 2022 Sea Otter Classic Cycling Festival, the world's largest consumer cycling event. Sea Otter marks the kickoff of the camping and bike season and brings together tens of thousands of outdoor and cycling enthusiasts. I mean, what better lab environment do we need to study our consumer circa 2022? And that's why we're hosting our Executive Leadership Summit just before the Sea Otter Classic on the historic and beautiful Cannery Row in Monterey, California. And you know, a new leadership summit is much needed today for the outdoor recreation industries. We need to grow our networks. We need to get to know the trends that will greatly impact how we operate and serve our consumers going through and beyond the pandemic. And we need to study this consumer that we all share together. Change can be exhausting and growth like we've seen it in outdoor recreation can be expensive in more ways than one. If you're wondering how to harness this opportunity and scale your business through the headwinds of consumer evolution, 
Join us in Monterey, April 5th through 7th at the Sea Otter Classic Summit. Please visit seaotterclassicsummit.com for more information and to register. Space is limited. That's so great to hear because I know as our, you know, outdoor recreation community, we know and trust Gore for, and I know Patagonia and Arcteryx and some of the founding brands with EPE have trusted Gore. They worked alongside, you know, to test the process, but like they've, it's all just been this, I think, years and years of trust. And it's really important also to talk about this because oftentimes the consumer and even a lot of people within the community are not aware of the cross-training and the great innovations that can come from other divisions of Gore and that you have brought, I think, hand-carried, if you will, into EPE, which is where I think we should head now and where a lot of our audience is definitely wanting to learn you know, more from you on the new technology that was launched. So I talked with some of your Gore associates last fall, Matt Decker, who's the technical and innovation leader, as well as Nora Stowell, the global sales and marketing leader on an earlier episode about the launch of EPE. And I would love to hear your vision and in your words about this new complementary material platform and what it means to Gore and the larger industry. Absolutely. I'd say that what our membranes have meant in terms of the outdoor industry has been huge. It, it is taking that oxymoron of you know waterproof, but yet breathable, and really putting them together and allowing both to actually be true in a really strong way has, has been a big part of our heritage. And, and I think we've always been committed to responsible performance. So our products will always do what we say they'll do. And then we want it to always be responsible relative to our impact on the planet. And I think this is just a reaffirmation of that in terms of this complementary material set where you know all this experience that we've built over the years of, of making these membranes, being able to expand them, create all sorts of different properties through that, um, and, and really continuing to unlock new capabilities through that um, and, and ways how we can really get to even higher levels of performance and sustainability. Uh, that's been a big part of the journey all along the way. Uh, and to be able to apply this to this material set where we know we can achieve um, even higher levels um, of performance and, and what it means within this type of environmental footprint, I think is a big result for us. Um, and I think sometimes when people think about responsible performance, they might say, well, I kind of understand what responsible means and you know, being responsible, but usually that means you're not really performing very well, or if you're performing, then you're going to have to take a back seat on responsibility. Um, and, and we really are striving to do both. Um, and I think that's what this complementary material set is really continuing on that journey to provide that and, and still bringing that, that premium product and, and guaranteed to keep the dry type of level of guarantee to it that level of performance to, um, to this industry is, is what we're really continuing to shoot for. Um, so nothing's changed a lot in terms of what we're trying to strive for and what we've always done, but continuing the journey with this material set to do that in a way with the low environmental footprint and chemical footprint um, is, is a big piece of what this material provides. So it is such an incredible time for this to come out because you know with the relationships that you have and the trust that you've built, we have a network effect with what you've created with EPE. You're literally creating the raw materials, if you will, to help these brands reach their own climate goals. And I would love to know, and you guys are so collaborative with your customers, but I would love to hear from you. 
What are you hearing from your customers that help to drive the creation of EPE and also just the attributes that you looked for in a brand new materials platform? I mean, the first one in 40 years. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of listening, yep. but let's look at it maybe through the lens of the last three years and how you've worked with your team to really work in tandem with your customers. Yeah, it's a big deal. And I think uh, one of the things I did when I first joined was really to work with our associates and, and listen uh, about and listen to our customers and what they were asking for. And, and clearly there you were earning for making an impact themselves in this industry um, and needing our help to do so because the material is such an important component of their product and brand and, and, and messaging. So being able to do this and coming through with this material set, the response from our customers have been extremely positive. Um, they've been very happy that we've continued to innovate and create things that continue to push this envelope. Um, and we share the same values of having high-performance products with this low environmental footprint. Um, I think those are values we both share. So, so I think it's just been a very synergistic, very positive response uh, to being able to introduce this complementary material set. They know that they can, quote, latch their brand to Gore, you know, and, and that is going to deliver on the promise, which in this culture of, you know, call out, that's actually really, really scary for brands that have worked for decades to build trust with their consumers. So as we're looking at EPE, I'm very curious to hear from, again, your vision being a 25-year veteran of Gore. How does it further the legacy of a company that was built around EPTFE? And how will these two material sets be complementary? Absolutely. And there is such a strong affiliation to PTFE. And starting from when Bob Gore just did this rapid stretch out of frustration to really create this really unique material set in EPTFE that has had so many applications um, and has made such an impact across many people's lives. Um, going towards EPE, it, it naturally creates a lot of questions. Okay, so what does that mean in terms of this new material set? And, and the valuable thing is we're leveraging a lot of that same know-how that we've developed over those 40 years with PTFE of how we can actually expand these materials and create unique attributes and really applying it to this material set. So it's it's really still engineered to kind of create this durable performance and long product life, which is a key tenet of our products and materials. So, so that's a really big piece of it. Definitely think you'll have easier conversations around, you know, obtaining buy-in from maybe some product developers for sure, because you've shown up with this and it's, you know, being proven already and with some of the most important brands in our industry that consumers trust and look to. And I think that you just encapsulated it, but I'm going to ask you to kind of future pace this a little bit. Now that you've seen this success and you've been able to kind of, I, it almost feels like you've crossed a, a threshold. What do you, what would you say that EPE signals about where Gore Fabrics will be headed in the future? Yeah, absolutely. I, I still think we're just on the beginning of this journey, right? It's been a journey and I think we still have a ways to go. I think there's more development we can do with this material set. We're going to continue uh, to innovate and, and see new ways of how we can expand this material to create additional properties and bring them to new applications. Um, one of the things that we do with all our products that we've always done is we test them rigorously. Um, I think most people would be amazed to see the amount of testing 
that gets done. And and maybe some people might even think like, wow, we wish we can get, you know, more new products sooner. Um, but I think there's a reason why it takes us a while because I think um, the standard and the bar that we raise in terms of what our products need to do and, and how we need to stand behind them is really high. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't allow anything to get out the door unless it meets those standards. Uh, so it has to go through a rigorous amount of testing to ensure it meets the application which it's used in. So a consumer and a customer are going to feel super confident that if it has uh, the Gore brand on it, that it will absolutely do what it says it'll do. Um, and, and and that takes some time. But I think as we see new opportunities for further applications uh, that it can make a difference, we'll continue to stretch the boundaries of that. And then we'll introduce those at those times when it meets those rigorous testing standards. And we'll feel proud to put it out on the market. I have to ask, well, you know, having you here, I, I would be remiss if I did not ask. I mean, it really feels to me that you're reinventing the value equation of an ingredient brand with what you're doing. I mean, the network effect, as we talked about at the beginning of our conversation, enabling these brands to affect positive change with the products that they're making with EPE and the partnership that you have built with them and the trust. But I would be remiss to ask, like, what, where do you see the importance of ingredient brands going, especially in the outdoor recreation spaces where consumers are so passionate and they truly are voting with their dollars today? Um, I don't know about you, having written about ingredient brands and now worked with them from a communication side for two decades myself, I really feel like we're entering a new era of the meaning of an ingredient brand. And I would sure love to see what your opinion is on that and how Gore is influencing that in a positive way. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I think when we look at the world today, it is so much more complex. Mm-hmm. It is really difficult for a, a brand directly attached to end users to provide all that's required on their own to bring that value to the consumer for them to really see it. And it takes a, a range of expertise to bring that. And as an ingredient brand, I think we we see ourselves as a leader in this industry and that we need to lead and work with others to bring true value uh, that floats all the boats. Um, and I think that's what we're bringing and that's the responsibility that we actually have. Um, and when it comes to material science and the ability to take you know, some of the challenges that our planets face, um, as well as what consumers are really yearning for, um, I think we provide a unique opportunity to bring that. Um, So that's been a big part of our heritage to do. Um, I think we've been able to leverage that to speak directly to consumers as well and and help a lot of our customers to to get that message out there um, and ultimately allow the consumer to um, be protected, enjoy doing what they love to do, um, being able to experience things in, in sometimes the most extreme environments and feel like they're making a difference on the planet when they do so. Um, so I think that's a pretty big responsibility that we have a role to play with our customers as an ingredient to do. Um, and I think it's very difficult to do if you're not really focused with expertise to do that. Um, and, and you can't invest in everything um, but us being able to invest in that and allowing our customers to invest in the areas that they know and do well, I think just helps everyone. Oh, I just, that's so well put. And I feel like, you know, going forward, 
the consumer is going to have the opportunity, I think, as they're researching product and wanting to do the right thing. I think everybody's intention is clearer and sharper than ever. Being able to discover this innovation with, you know, what we're what we're available, what we have available to get in front of them and educate them really also helps the brand. So I just feel like that whole concept of trust in terms of I know I'm going to be doing the right thing and also as you say, still being able to go out and enjoy what I want to do and in the environment I want to do it in. <laughs> I think it's just, it's really, I wanted everybody to realize who's, you know, part of our audience here on Channel Mastery. We really are entering a brand new era and Gore is leading the way and you are the global leader of, our, of the team that we work with. So it just has been an absolute honor to have you on here today at the beginning of 2022. It's going to be a very impactful year for Gore and all of its customers and ultimately the consumers. So you and your team are making so many positive things possible for this outdoor community at such an important time. So I just want to say thank you. And it was wonderful to have you on the show today. Uh, thank you. Much appreciated. Um, we, we take it as, you know, really a badge of honor to, to be that kind of trusted brand around innovating material sets for our customers so that consumers can take on that activity or, or mission critical work in our professional sectors and feel confident that they can do it. So it is not lost on us, uh, the responsibility that comes along with doing that. Um, so it's just our honor and my honor to be able to talk about this and, and, and share what's coming. Um, and then hopefully we continue to reach new frontiers even beyond 2022. Things are definitely moving fast and you and your team are making that more of a reality for more brands. So thank you again. And I look forward to hosting you again to learn about more innovations here in the near future, I hope. Sounds great. All right. Thanks. Thank you. If you liked this episode of the Channel Mastery Podcast, please help more business leaders find this resource by going to iTunes and leaving us a positive review and also sharing it with a friend or colleague. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to Verde Brand Communications for being our presenting sponsor. Check us out at verdepr.com.